0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lie of feminism, and the destruction of progressivism by refocusing our attention on those F-bombs that truly matter, you know, the ones that we are going to be fighting for continuously, faith, family, friendship, and, of course, freedom. So, as always, you can follow me over at Instagram at USMC. You can find me on Twitter and Parler at Conservative Mama Podcast. and you can email me at podcast at gmail.com. I love to hear show ideas. I love to hear what's going on in your lives. Um, I love to hear how you're fighting back uh, against this socialist machine that is trying to take over. Um, so you can absolutely reach me um, anywhere that um, I've advertised, have at it. Let's jump in. Okay. Tomorrow is the day we've made it. We have arrived uh by hook or by crook. We got there. It is January sixth tomorrow. We are t- supposed to find out who the President of the United States is. Um, is it still Donald Trump as it should be um because you know he won <laughs> hands down period full stop he won uh, or is it going to be the bumbling, can't seem to form a coherent sentence to save his life. Uh, Joe, I like to sniff children Biden and his creepy cackling counterpart, Kamala. Uh, We don't know. We don't know. Uh, (laughs) You think we should know, but we don't. And that's really what's kind of mind boggling here. I don't think ever in my lifetime have I ever seen such contention as we approach January 6th by now we we long knew who pr- was president no matter what uh it seemed to be pretty obvious on election day but as it turns out the democrats have um decided to throw the rule book out the window and shred the constitution and uh now we just make it up as we go and of course To no one's surprise, uh, first thing that hit the airwaves this morning in my world uh, was that cocaine Mitch McConnell uh, jumped in bed with Emperor Palpatine herself, and they are actively working to change the rules for certifying the Electoral College results. Um, Like I said, literally no one is surprised. It's not like Mitch McConnell is a real Republican. He's a rhino, um, he 's almost a full Democrat in red, but you know he 's definitely not the bastion for upholding the constitution he really isn 't he 's not the role model he 's not the one so of course, um here we are here we are. they are trying to change how Vice President Mike Pence goes about doing his duty tomorrow and um certifying the results of the Electoral College. Now, Mike Pence doesn't even have to open that envelope. He doesn't. And he could say, you know what, we're going to contest this because, you know, there are are a whole bunch of issues we need to address with what happened. Um, And yet uh, Mitch McConnell and the the House Democrats have decided to, you know, um, just give a double barrel middle finger to the American people and they're going to do whatever they want to do. So who knows? We really don't Know what's going to happen tomorrow? We don't. Um, you know, it's really surprising to me how hard the Democrats are fighting for the Electoral College this time around. Because I'm old enough to remember 2016, in which case they wanted to throw the Electoral College out the uh, out of the way. They just they were totally done with it. Nope, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. And that's how it should be. That should declare the presidency, Um, which works really, really well if, I guess, you live in California and New York City, but for the rest of the country, because, you know, we don't live there, uh, no one wants that. Literally, no one wants that. So, you know, the Electoral College works. It works for us. It makes sure that we have representation. It makes sure that our voices are heard. And then the big cities and the big states like California, um, that has oodles and oodles of people. Um, I feel like that's a really Midwestern turn. Oodles. Does anybody say that? Nobody says that. Um, you know, we don't want them making the rules up for us, right? Like <laughs> AOC and her genius move about how we're going to get rid of all fossil fuels. Yeah, that's brilliant idea. I think, you know, nothing says awesome like charging a car by plugging it in to electricity, which runs on fossil fuels. I can't wait. You know what? I really look forward to that, though. I mean, allegedly the world is ending in 12 years. Wait, now are we at 11 years? I don't know. I can't keep track So the world is going to end, so we have to make sure we usher out this green new deal uh, and then all go to plug-in vehicles. I really look forward to the cost of food (laughs) because I can't imagine how many times the farmers are going to have to plug in those combines as they're out there um, (laughs) taking down the wheat fields and taking down the corn fields. I feel like she's never left Metropolis. Just saying. I don't know. Anyway, jumping back in here. Um so yeah, we really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We really don't. I really um pray that Mike Pence will do the right thing and object. Uh you know, Congress and the Senate are not supposed to make rules uh that limit the the uh scope of what the president, vice president can do in this situation, right? It's dictated by the Constitution. But since um and I'm sorry, I'm sure you can hear my cat in the background, he is a daggone idiot. Um he's been fed, so I really don't know. He just needs attention. He's needy. Um anyway. So we don't really know what to expect in that because they're not supposed to make these rules. They aren't supposed to just, you know, do whatever they want. We the constitution is clear, it's got it in place, and um I, for one, am tired of them shredding this every opportunity that they get. Uh, I really don't know what the other Republican uh, uh, elected officials are doing. When they see this stuff go down, does nobody object? Does nobody does, – I mean, do they just sit there and they're like, hmm, sounds like a good idea. You know, where, where are you? I, I don't know. I mean – somebody ought to vote me in because I would probably throw a shoe at someone. I, honest to God, I would, it would be the shortest term ever served because I would be arrested for throwing a shoe at someone. So, you know, the the sad thing is, is that if America falls, so if tomorrow the Democrats win and um, fraud takes over and this is how elections go from this point forward, because make no mistake, folks, that's exactly what will happen, um, this is the precedent. This is how it will go from this point forward. Uh, you can kiss your free and fair election goodbye forever. So it's not just four years. You don't get your four years after this. Like, no, it, it, this is how it goes forever. Um, if America falls, so too does the world. And that's not hyperbolic, that's honest fact. We are the last bastion of freedom and liberty in the world. If we fall and the world is watching, they can't believe that this has taken off. They they really can't believe it's even gone this far, this fraud. And that's what it is. Fact checkers be damned. Instagram, um, Twitter, uh, Facebook, which I really don't even get on, but you know, they all fact check. Well, Biden, it's, you know, they said Biden's the president. It's been declared. No, tomorrow they declare it. Morons. Fact check that. But it's amazing to me that, um. you know, that they fact check it at all, that they have no interest whatsoever to figure out what has happened. I mean, the mathematical improbability and impossibility of some of these results is just ridiculous. And all of a sudden, the Democrats and the leftists are all about facts. Oh, that's, you know, the fact checkers are like, oh, no, there, there, there's no there's no evidence of that. Really, because there are hours of surveillance footage. There are hundreds of affidavits that have been signed. Um, and as you know, if you lie you are at the penalty of perjury, you will go to jail. But remember, too, because um Hillary Clinton and all, and uh, Peter Stroke and, and uh, uh, John Brennan, all these people lied as well, and yet they didn't go to jail. They didn't go to prison because, remember, prison is for peasants. So that's how that works out. But they will go to, to jail for lying. Um, but we also have personal footage. You know, we have people who have uh, recorded themselves not being able to witness uh, the the ballots being counted. We have seen people who have found um, loads and loads. I almost said oodles again. Good Lord, I got to get rid of that word. I don't even say it that much. It's like my word of the day. Um <laughs> you know, these ballots for Trump in dumpsters and in ditches. Uh, and then you've got other people who have, um, you know, they've recorded themselves, uh, you know, working in, you know, as they're counting these ballots, they're shredding the Trump ballots, or they're, they're marking them up, and which is totally illegal. And, Yet, they, you know, the left and the Democrats and the mainstream media have no interest in getting to the bottom of this. And it's mind-boggling to me, especially when mainstream media doesn't want to ask any questions because they still refer to themselves as journalists, which, you know, you shouldn't. You're just kind of Stasi propagandists at this point. Um, but they're not interested. And I say it's it's hilarious because... They hate facts. They hate evidence. I mean, you ran three years of Russian collusion just simply based off of anonymous sources. What? So here we are. We're going into tomorrow. Trump has called the patriots to D.C. I really wish I could be there. Um. Oh, I wish I could be there. Wish, wish, wish I could be there. Um. And this is not... The, maybe next year. Uh, that would have been great. But this year, I just cannot make that happen. So I love all of the people who are going to be there because Trump put out the call and you know darn well that two things will happen. One, patriots are going to answer. They will show up. They will be there in D.C. tomorrow as a display of force. God love them because you know what? They are also peaceful. We also know too that um, the violent leftists will also show up. Antifa Black Lives Matter, they'll show up as well, but they won't come out until after dark because, you know, first of all, they have to wait till mommy gets home uh, and then they can maybe get the keys to the vehicle or get her to drop them off. Um, You know, they have to make sure that their their black outfits are laundered because, you know, darn well, they didn't do it themselves. Um, So they wait till the sun goes down. So I guess my advice then is anybody going Tomorrow, please have your head on the swivel because you just you know that these people are crazy. They are prone to violence. They will start the fight, and I am tired of watching uh, Trump supporters and patriots get the crap beat out of them because they don't want to swing back. First of all, the media already hates you. If you have somebody come up and they're 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 throwing. Uh, bottles at you or you know they punch you or they you know whatever you have the right to defend yourself stop being uh the bigger person in that moment and fight back now i'm not advocating violence for violence sake if you have to defend yourself defend yourself but don't start the fight we're better than that if they want to bring the fight and they start it clean them up but don't start the fight Okay, just be careful and watch out for each other. So honestly, really, I'm, it's like a long-winded way, <laughs> I guess, of getting to my point tonight. And really, the point is this: um, all of a sudden, we've got some buzzwords. Ever since they decided that that you know, creepy Uncle Joe and Cackling Kamala have have won the the presidency, um, all of a sudden, our favorite loony liberals like Alyssa Milano and so many others have come out to say, um, can't we all just get along? Let's have some peace and unity. This is how I hear them in my head. Everybody's got an inner monologue. Mine tends to be British, but this is how I hear them. So, uh, you know, peace and unity. Really, as if we forgot the last four years. Peace and unity? I'm going to go ahead right now and quote uh, Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet when Tybalt says, peace, I hate the word. Look, liberals, leftists, Alyssa Milano, seriously, why are you even still relevant? What was the last thing you did since charm got canceled? Seriously? Honestly. I've got something to say. I refuse... To seek peace and unity with an enemy who has told me for the last four years, at every opportunity, on every available platform, uncensored, how much they hate me and how they wish to destroy me. And I mean me as in all patriots. They have spent four years calling us names. They have spent four years trying to convince us that we're the bad guys. They have told us we are ignorant for voting for Trump. We're racist. We're phobic of something I can't even keep up with anymore. They have physically harmed people. They have harmed our children by grabbing MAGA hats, throwing um, drinks in their faces. Grown adults attacking children. And that's not just teenagers. We all have seen the videos. It's little kids. It's grown up. What about the one kid uh, or the young teenager who kicked that little baby in the head? What was she, like two, three years old? Kicked her straight in the head. I have no desire to find any peace or any middle ground because there is none. We share nothing in common. You hate everything about me. I am pro life. I am pro guns. I am pro constitution. I am pro small government. I am pro small business. I am pro keeping more of my own money. I am pro school choice. We have nothing in common. You cannot try and take the higher moral ground uh, or the, what do they call it, the moral high ground. You can't take the moral high ground on me because you have no morals. Piss off. So, no, there will be no peace. None whatsoever. You don't get to sit here and verbally abuse and threaten and harm people for four straight years, acting like petulant children who are in dire need of a spanking. And I'm not talking about a verbal spanking. I mean a physical spanking. Your parents should have put you over their knee and whooped your butt with that wooden spoon like my mama did until that daggone wooden spoon broke. Maybe then you'd be out there having a job and stop rioting and burning buildings to the ground. No, I have no desire for peace. None. That's why I'm doing this. I want everybody to get fired up because you don't have to sit here and lick your wounds even if tomorrow goes and and they decide Joe Biden is the 46th president of the United States of America and it's utter fraud and we all know it and we have to lick our wounds. We don't have to say, okay, well, we got to find the middle ground. There is no middle ground. Get ready, folks. This isn't over. Even if Trump wins tomorrow, it isn't over. It's not going to go away that's one thing that the Democrats and the leftists do really, really well. We've already talked about how they band together on a narrative and they will not let it go. There's still talk about Russian collusion. No matter how many times they have been proven wrong at every turn and all of the available evidence is there, you can pick it apart. I'm sorry that our DOJ sucks and that our FBI cannot look, find the time to look into voter fraud. But they absolutely can find the time to look into uh, whoever put the stupid noose in um, that NASCAR driver's garage. Oh, yeah. What? You kidding me? Well, thank God you looked into that. And thank God you spent all the time and money uh, looking into Jussie Smollett, Chicago, 32 below zero. And he's out there getting a sandwich at 2 a.m. and somebody yells MAGA country. What? I don't live that far from Chicago, and I can tell you right now, I haven't seen a single MAGA hat there. What are you talking about, MAGA country? Shut the hell up. So, um, I'm a little colorful tonight. Maybe that's because I've had to do this twice. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? You know what? I'm fired up because, you know, look at what they just did to uh, Senator Josh uh, Hawley. Hawley? Am I saying this right? Hawley? It seems like I'm saying it wrong. I was told that I've got an accent... Um, which is hilarious because I don't hear it except once in a while. And I, (laughs) I live really close to the border of Wisconsin. So I try really hard to not adopt their, their accent and my cousins and I've got family that lives really far North. I mean, central and North Wisconsin, almost to the lake. Right. So it gets really thick up there. It's like Fargo. It's ridiculous. So yeah, it gets really, it gets really, I mean, they're really good people, but, uh, you know, you betcha. (laughs) <laughs> really nice people, but, um, you know, that's how they talk. That's how they talk up there. It's awful. I'm not even going to do that ever again, so never. Just erase this part. Um, anyway, you know, look what they did to Senator Hawley's home in D.C. Uh, you know, the fact that Antifa is so emboldened that they think that they can show up at the houses of senators or um, media personnel like Tucker Carlson, and they can threaten them. Tucker had to move away. He had to leave. He took his family because he felt so unsafe. Um, and then look what they did to Rand Paul, right? So this is unbelievable, what these people are, are capable of doing, what they will do. Um, it's awful. It's awful. We've seen them run Republicans out of restaurants. We've seen how they treat um you know, the president, there's there's absolutely, can you imagine for a moment, a single moment, anyone in the media treating Barack Obama the way they've treated President Trump? Like him or hate him, they in no way came at Barack Obama the way they come at Trump. So disrespectful. The fact that they will cut him off on air. The fact that they will disrespect him as he's sitting there um, answering questions. How dare they? I don't know. President Trump has got uh, a ton more patience than I have got because I would throw everybody out of the room. Everybody out of the room. Ridiculous. And these are the people who now suddenly want peace and unity. Now I'm good. I don't need any peace and any unity with you lunatics. I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested in it because you can't ever abide. You can't ever um, appease them. You can't. You cannot appease them and you cannot abide by what they're doing because what they want is absolute total control. They can't even get aligned on what they want because they keep moving the goalposts. So every time. You think that you've given them what they've asked for? They move the goalposts. Remember the baker in Colorado? Remember that guy? And he said, uh, no, it goes against my religious beliefs to make a cake for same-sex couple. I'm certain that, there are not, that they weren't the only baker in that town, and yet they kept going back to that particular guy. At what point is it just damn harassment? I thought I had the right to refuse service if I, if I have a shop. Do I not have the right to refuse service? Because apparently you don't. And you know what? I think he did eventually lose his business. They kept on him, kept on him, and kept on him. And what about the celebrities who were absolutely on point when they said um, whatever they said? You know, maybe they said, you know, no, you're a coward for taking a knee at the national anthem before a football game. And then all of a sudden, the outrage mob goes after them. Ah, we're so mad. And so they retract. Oh, I'm sorry. But that's not enough, is it? No, it's never enough for them. They have to destroy you. They have to destroy your career. Remember what they did to Brett Kavanaugh? Oh, we have to believe all women. Remember that? Remember that? Freaking Garth standing there. Wayne, I don't know where the hell Wayne was, but Garth was definitely on there and she was running her mouth like she had all kinds of evidence. And it was so stupid that a junior college uh, student could have taken that to court and won. That's how worthless her testimony was. Totally, totally worthless. And yet they sought to ruin this man's career they sought to destroy his family because it wasn't enough just to go after Brett. They had to go after his wife and his kids, too. That's who they are. And ladies, you should be pretty pissed off because they were trying to represent all of us. I stand with Brett Kavanaugh. But they were trying to they were trying to uh assume that we all felt that way. Well, look, those of us who have sons. Now I'm gonna. What am I supposed to take away from that? Like I have to watch every single thing my son does because God forbid he wants to run for office someday. Holy crap! You better keep a notebook. I don't know how Brett Kavanaugh had the had the wherewithal to keep a journal of every day of his life and a cal- He kept calendars from high school. Are you serious? Who does that? Apparently, somebody who has the uh, idea that maybe someday there will be Supreme Court. Maybe. Ladies, you should encourage your sons to do all the same thing because you never know when uh, some crazy person, the church lady, is going to come out of nowhere and she's going to come after your son for some stupid allegation for which there's no, no basis. No basis. Isn't that special? Could you imagine? But that's the world that they want. That's what the outrage mob is after, and that's the peace and unity crowd. No. No, there will be no peace and unity because you're not in you can't even have peace and unity in your own little chaz area. Remember you had an opportunity for full- on socialism slash communism. You had the whole thing. what was that Seattle gave that right up. not even a fight, not even a fight here. take over six blocks have at it, and not even three days in you guys are robbing each other, and a few people got shot murdered. Great. And then he had the audacity to get pissed off because the cops didn't respond fast enough. Y'all are dumb. Dumb. Full stop, liberals. Dumb. Unbelievable. So, no, I do not want peace and unity. Even tomorrow, even if Trump wins, and I hope he does because he absolutely deserves it. I have never seen a man fight so hard from every front he must feel so incredibly alone i can't imagine how alone he must feel the people closest to him betray him the media hates him celebrities are all against him which is ridiculous because how many times does he wind up in their songs rappers looking at you okay how many times does you know before this the last four years did they all want to be trump He was the punchline. He was the underscore. He was the guy everybody wanted to be. Huh. Weird. So here we are. Even if he wins tomorrow, like I said, and he so deserves to win. But even if he does win, even if we pull this off, um, ladies and gentlemen, do not for a moment think that this is over. Don't for an instant think it is over. They didn't. Go easy on him. The first four years, you think that Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer and Adam Schiff, that they don't have something up their sleeves. She came out and said the quiet part out loud. She said, we have more arrows in our quiver. AOC is out there talking about impeachable offenses. Why is she talking about this? I thought Biden won. How come crazy Kamala hasn't given up her Senate seat? Hmm? I thought I thought she won. Oh, weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. See, that's just it, isn't it? They play the long game, and Republicans don't. They play the long game. They are playing for 2024, 2026. 26. That would be like Senate. 2028. I can't math tonight, folks. It's late. Give me a break. Um, You know, they're playing the long game. And Republicans are notoriously short-sighted. And how many of us are disgusted with our own Republican representation? How many of us? I know I, for one, am, and you guys have heard it. I should put my email out there that I sent this fool. Anyway, how many of us are disgusted? But what's our alternative? I don't know. There's a lot of talk about starting another party. Tea Party got hijacked, but what if we had the Patriot Party? You know, maybe maybe conservatives and libertarians and just general Republicans, maybe we get together and we form the Patriot Party. And God love us, I would love Donald Trump to run and let him be the leader of the Patriot Party, but we have to do something when Big Daddy is not driving the ship anymore. Who's next? Where are our young, fired-up folks who, who want to get into the fight. Gen Xers, like myself, look, we're dropping the ball. We've waited a long time for the boomers to get the heck out of the way, and now we're dropping the ball. Pick it up. Let's go. I know we're tired. I know we're tired, and we're tired of this fight, and that's how the Democrats wear us down. They know that we get tired. They know as Republicans they can wear us out, and Republicans don't fight back. The last great fight they had in them uh, was the Civil War, and we won that, and then it's like been downhill ever since, I guess. I don't know. Come on, we, even if he pulls this off, they're not going to go easy on us. This isn't going to end. They want this socialism bad. They want this great reset. They are salivating at the idea. We have to continue. We have to stay in the fight. Do not give up hope. I know it feels hopeless. I talked to somebody today and he said he or she, I don't know. Um, they feel utterly hopeless that God has abandoned us and all is lost and the demonic Democrats are taking over. And, you know, I tried and I tried and I tried to to say, you know, look, no, that's not the case. We know how it ends. This person said they were Christian. I'm a little bit suspicious because they said, well, how do you know how it ends? Uh, it's written, literally, it's written down. So it's out there. It's not a mystery. I don't know, folks. It's really easy to get down and to feel hopeless, but we are in this. We have to get into the fight. We have to realize that we are in an all-out street brawl, bare-knuckle boxing match because they, our enemy, the Democrats, the leftists, the crazy liberals with the blue hair, they're in it. They're all in. And if we allow ourselves to get tired and worn down because we're the ones going to work we're, you know, if we still have jobs, um, you know, we've been hit the hardest, I think. Um, but we're the ones who try to continuously do the right thing and it's easy to wear us down, but we cannot, we cannot, we're in this fight. We have to stick it out. We have to drive them back. We have to make them realize that not only will we be heard, but we aren't going away. Okay. So I went a little bit over. I'm going to keep it here. Um, you know if you're going tomorrow to DC please be careful please be careful show love and support uh Trump needs it for those of us who are not going um Trump we love you i know you're not going to listen to this but we love you we're doing the best that we can for you um but keep your head on swivel guys because who knows tomorrow is going to be either um a win for the republic or it's an all out loss but we we're in the fight for the long term okay All right. That's it. Thank you guys for joining me. We will talk to you tomorrow. Um, Let's put these hippies on their heels and get them to run because I'm sick of this crap. No peace. Sorry. Just over it. All right. Okay. God bless. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.